The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Van Furen from the Daily Witness Podcast. And in today's episode, I want to continue talking about acting out on what you believe. So before I get into today's episode, which is actually about speaking His Word in your time of need, um, I want to open up with a word of prayer. And uh, let's just get God involved. Father, Lord, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, uh, thank you. Thank you for leading me on this topic, Lord. You know, um, Lord, there's something that I've always wanted. And Lord, that was to let you have free reign in every situation, Lord. Dad, I want you to have free reign in this podcast, Lord. Dad, these are your children that are listening to this. These are your potential children listening to this. So, Lord, I want you to use me today and be a blessing to each and every one of them. Because, Lord, you are the blessed one. And, Father, I receive that in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so my very last podcast that I did do was uh, titled Acting Out on What You Believe. And, you know, um, I'm just going to recap on that episode so you can actually have more understanding into this episode. So what I've seen many, many times is, uh, you know, people come along, uh, and I'm talking about Christians here. You know, they, they see that there is provision for them. In his written word, and they'll say like a quick prayer, and then they stand back and they think it's in God's hands. And then, you know, they go about their day, they go about their daily routine, and they think, okay, it's in God's hands now, he's got to take care of it. And that's as far as they go. And yes, prayer is very important. And, uh, you know, the Bible talks about different types of prayer. And, you know, there's different prayer for different situations. Or different applications. And, uh, you know, it doesn't just stop at prayer. We don't just pray and then fold our arms and say, okay, Lord, I've done my part now. Now it's you. Um, no, you know, um, the Bible talks about, especially the New Testament, but you can see this even in the Old Testament, is a thing called faith. Okay. And faith is just a fancy word for just believing God or trusting Him. So, you know, uh, we in the Christian circles, we'll use the word faith, but uh, you can also use the word to believe, uh, to trust, to have confidence in. And that's what we do when it comes to our Heavenly Father. You know, we have faith in Him. We, we believe Him, that He will meet all of our needs. And uh, faith is more than just a prayer. Yes, when we pray, we, we're supposed to pray in faith, but we're also supposed to act out on what we believe. And uh, I gave you, in my last episode, I gave you some examples about that, you know, um, and I'm just going to just gonna recap on some of the stuff and just add some stuff so you, you understand what the previous episode was. And if you didn't listen to it, I would suggest you go back and listen to it. And uh, it is called Acting Out on What You Believe. Now, when um, a couple comes together and, uh, you know, they they in agreement, they want to start a family and she conceives they believe they're going to have a child 
So guess what? They start preparing. And, uh, you know, my sister, my sister and, and Marius, when they found out that my sister's pregnant, everything changed like it should. You know, they started buying clothes. They started buying uh, nappies. They started, uh, you know, building the nursery. They started picking out names. Um, my sister started buying books and uh, about, you know, children. And she started reading those books. And they were preparing for what they believed was going to happen. And, uh, you know, in Christian circles, um, I, I don't want to sound mean or anything, but generally speaking... Uh, you don't see Christians acting out on what they believe. Uh, you'll hear many people say, yes, yes, I, I'm a Christian. You know, I believe God, I pray. But that's as far as it goes. They don't act out on what they believe. You don't see them doing things that they don't usually do. You know, but in the natural, we're all used to that. When someone hears that they're going to get a car, you know, they, they make sure that they get parking. They make sure they, they get a sun visor. They make sure that they get like a full cleaning kit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, um, if someone is preparing to move out, they start buying furniture. They start buying electronics. They start getting their stuff together. They start taking a serious look at their budget and budget in. And in the natural, it's easy. It's, man, we see this all the time. I mean, we live this way, you know, and I'm not just talking about the Christians. I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about sinners. I'm talking about people in different religions. They act out on what they believe. But when it comes to the kingdom, a lot of Christians aren't doing that. They see that God has promised them um, everything, you know, divine protection. Uh, God has promised them wisdom. Uh, God has promised them um, a partner. God has promised them promotion. God has promised them long life. God has promised them healing, etc., etc., etc. But they don't act out on what they believe. And because of this, you know, they are not, uh, if I can say, they are not manifesting that promise. You know, um, this, this was my anchoring scripture. In that previous episode, um, it is James chapter two, and I'm going to read from verse. I'm going to read verse fourteen and seventeen when I do find it, and I'm in the neighborhood. Praise God! Here it is. Okay, so listen to this. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? This is verse seventeen. Even so, faith. If it hath not works, is dead, being alone. So you see, you know, you can't just walk around saying, hey, I've got faith in God. I've got faith in God. I've got faith in God. But if you're not acting out on that faith, that faith is dead. I didn't say it. Uh, James said it. Praise God. And he was led by the Spirit of God when he wrote this. James understood this. Now, remember, James is the half-brother of Jesus. And James grew up in a household where he saw Jesus do some strange things. Jesus was acting out on the word his whole life. And I'm just thinking of when Jesus and his disciples and Jesus' mother was invited to that wedding. And uh, you, you know the story. They ran out of wine and his mother knew that Jesus is a faith man. You know, his mother knew that Jesus understood the word. So when there's a need... Where did she run to? She ran to Jesus and she explained the situation and uh, she told the servants. I mean, she was so bold in what she believed. She told the servants, she said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And there was six water pots and uh, Jesus told the, the servants, fill them to the brim and, you know, uh, fill up a cup and take it to the governor. 
Okay, this Jesus was acting out on what he believed. He believed the word so much. And in the natural, the things that he did looked crazy. You know, everyone's thinking, okay, you, you fill up the water pots. Okay, I'm, I'm getting that. They're full of water. I get that. Uh, filling a cup with that water. I get that. Uh, taking it to the governor. Um, he didn't ask for water. He, man, these guys want to drink. You know, it's at a party. Uh, well, a celebration. They want a party. And uh, what happened? They, they thought that, okay, that, that's a cool refreshment. That's, that's nice. But where's the alcohol going to come from? And, uh, you know, when these servants did what Jesus told them to do, that water turned to wine. And over the years, I've heard a lot of people that, you know, do drink alcohol. Um, I've heard them quote that. It's quite funny. It's like the, the Bible is so big. There's 66 books in the Bible, but they will find something that like witnesses with them, man. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is quite funny. But so Jesus lived this way. He lived this way. He acted out on what he believed and he, you know, he would lead other people to act out on the word. Remember when he led one of the disciples uh, to go fishing and the first fish that he catches, there's going to be money in his mouth, the, the fish's mouth. Like that, that sounds crazy in the natural. But what was Jesus doing? Jesus was living by faith. He wasn't talking a big game and just saying, yes, I believe the Father, I believe the Father, I believe the Father. No, he was acting out on what he believed. So, you know, there's many different ways on acting out on what you believe. Many different ways. And I just want to share one of those ways. And I, I can promise you this, and I'm going to prove it to you by Scripture, that speaking the word, speaking the end result, is one of those ways. Now, the Lord will uh, usually... In different situations, the Lord will tell you to do a certain thing. But I promise you this, and like I said, I'm going to show you by Scripture that speaking the end result is is something that you've got to do regardless. So, okay, um, we're going to go to Jesus's famous faith teaching. Listen, if you want to understand faith, um, you, you can read the Gospels and you can see how Jesus lived. You can see what impact Jesus had on literally multitudes of people. I mean, the dead were raised, demons were cast out, people were made whole, people were healed, people uh, stepped into his calling under Jesus's ministry. Uh, Jesus changed the face of the world, like literally, you know, and uh if you want to learn about faith, that's who you go to. You read, you study out the Gospels because Jesus talks about living by faith. So uh, let's go to one of his famous faith teachings. And this is Mark 11. And I'm going to read from verse 22. And I'm going to end by 24. This is the King James Version of the Bible. And uh, this is what Jesus has to say. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Now, we know that according to 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, and it's verse 7 and 16, that God is love. God is love. So you can, you can say, have faith in love. Have faith in God's love. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Do you see, Jesus is commanding us to speak, to say something. So I'm going to read that again. This is verse 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe 
that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So he used the word say three times over there. Okay, verse 24, um, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive them, and he shall have them. So over here, verse 24, I'm just going to throw something in here. Jesus is telling you to receive that thing. Whatever you believe in God for, receive it first before it manifests in the natural. So you've got you to receive it with your faith. You've got to see that you have it already uh, through the eyes of faith before it manifests in your natural. Okay, so I'm just going to go back to verse 22. Um, no, verse 23, where Jesus was saying, speak to the mountain. Now, Jesus didn't say, you know, uh, go to Walmart or go to Home Depot and buy a shovel and start chipping away at that mountain and, uh, you know, hire some contractors and maybe get some dynamite and blow that mountain up. He said, speak to it. He didn't say, touch it. He did not say, touch it. Now, Jesus, he himself said, he only says what the Father tells him to say. So when you read anything that Jesus said in his earthly ministry, he was saying what he heard his father say. So God is actually saying that you need to do some speaking. You know, um, something that I realized is, you know, people uh, speak about where they are. They don't speak about where they want to be. They don't speak about what God has said. If someone is stuck in poverty, they keep speaking poverty. They keep speaking lack. They keep speaking the curse. They keep speaking everything else, but they don't speak God's word. They don't speak the end result. Now, um, something else that I want to just jump to, this is also, this This is what I love. You know, I, I love the word. I love faith. Uh, listen to this. This is Matthew. This is Matthew 8. And uh, you know the story, a centurion came to Jesus, and this centurion servant was at home, uh, sick of the palsy. And uh, this servant, he told Jesus about it. And, you know, Jesus, being the love of God to us, the first thing Jesus said is, I will come and heal him. You know, that's something that always just stuck out to me. No matter how tired Jesus was, whenever someone came to him uh, for help, what would he do? He would get up and say, I'll come and heal them. So you can see the centurion came to him. The centurion was obviously uh, worried about his servant. He came to Jesus. That's the very best place to go. And uh, he explained the situation and Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. But this is what the centurion said. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. And you know what? Jesus was very, very impressed with that. And, uh, you know, before I get into what happened after that, I want you to camp on verse 8. So this is Matthew chapter 8, verse 8. And uh, listen to this. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Speak the word only. Do not speak sickness. Do not speak disease. Do not speak poverty. Do not uh, speak lack. Okay? Speak the word only. Speak the word only, and my servant 
will be healed. Now, why is it so important to speak the word only? Listen to this. I'm going to jump to Psalms, the book of Psalms. And uh, while I was receiving my, my own healing, this is one of the scriptures that I would camp on. Uh, this is Psalms 107, verse 20, and it says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Do you see that he sent his word? The word does the healing. The word heals. Who is the word? The Bible says it's Jesus. Jesus is the word. If you are going to keep speaking healing, if you're going to keep speaking that word on healing over you, if you're going to keep speaking the blessing of the Lord over you, if you're going to come to the point where you know, you're know, you only feeding on his word, you're only speaking his word, and I can guarantee you this, things are going to change. But you can't do it over a weekend and say, oh, nothing happened. You know, why isn't this working? I, I, I spoke the scripture three times and nothing happened. No, listen, uh, when, you know, people go through their whole lives uh, speaking and nurturing the curse on the inside of them. And they speak the curse and they speak the curse and wherever they go, they talk about the economy and they talk about how, you know, everything's getting expensive and they talk about how gasoline's getting expensive and the electricity and they, you know, they, they curse this and they curse that. And over the years, that curse develops and it develops and it develops and it develops and they start losing stuff and things start breaking down and, you know, uh, people start breaking in and stealing from them. And that didn't just happen overnight. One of the ways that you release your faith is by speaking the word, speaking the end result. So that centurion, he got a hold of it. And this was Jesus' response to that. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. Now listen to that. Jesus himself, he marveled. This is the son of God marveling, okay? That really stuck out to me, man. Praise God. Uh, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Well, that is like one of the biggest compliments, okay? Jesus himself, hearing from the Father, man, he said he did not find such great faith. Man, that just blessed my socks off. I've got to put my socks back on. And uh, let me see where I am now. This is verse 11. Um, and I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out in utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now listen to this. And Jesus said unto that centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Imagine receiving your healing. Within one hour. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Man, he, that centurion, really, that, that was such a blessing for me. I saw that, man. Speak the word only. If you need promotion, speak the word only. There's actually a scripture in uh, Psalm 75 about promotion. Uh, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge, and he putteth down one and setteth up another. If you need a, a financial miracle, speak the word only. If you need healing, speak the word only. Whatever you need today, get into the habit of only speaking that word, because it is that word. The Bible says that Jesus cast out devils with his word. You know, Jesus didn't beat up the people until the devils fled. He didn't carry like a... A baseball bat, you know, and, and beat the devils out of people. 
when Jesus, Jesus didn't say, you know, um, tear down the mountain with your own bare hands. He said, speak to it. Remember, Jesus spoke to that fig tree. And uh, in closing, I just want to give you another scripture. Um, this is everyone, every Christian should know Psalm 91. Beautiful, beautiful protection psalm. Okay, and uh, this is what what uh, we like to pray over our partners. Psalm 91. And uh, there's something that also just blessed me. And I'm um, yeah. Um, listen to this. This is Psalm 91. I want to read from verse 1, and uh, I'll see where we go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Listen to verse 2. This is how you put yourself in the secret place of the Most High. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Do you see that? I will say. I will say. How do you say? You, you use your mouth. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. Now I want to jump to verse 4. It says, he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou shalt trust. His truth, or his word, shall be thy shield and buckler. Isn't that interesting? This is how you put yourself in the secret place. This is how you stay protected. You put yourself there by the words of your mouth. You take his word of on protection. You read it and you speak it over you and your family. Man, isn't that amazing? Man, I give God glory for just opening this up for us. You know, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something else that the Lord gave me and uh, you can use it. You know, this, this isn't mine. I didn't, you know, patent it or anything, but I was uh, speaking to the Lord and I said, Lord, you know, there's, there's so many things I want to trust you for, you know, but my schedule is quite busy. Like, how do I, how do I balance everything, you know? And the Lord said, record all your confessions and listen to it every day. Now, you know, to, to a lot of people that might sound, you know, uh, useless, but what happens when you keep hearing the word and hearing the word and hearing the word and you're hearing your victory and you're hearing it and hearing it? Uh, it's going to come to the point where it gets down on the inside of you. And you can read all this in Mark chapter 4. And I actually encourage you to go to Mark chapter 4 to see what I'm talking about. Jesus talks about sowing the word in your heart. Jesus, This is Jesus talking on faith. This is one of his other faith teachings. You know, it all works hand in hand. Hearing the word. And when you hear it long enough, it's going to get down on the inside of you. And then it's going to start coming out of you naturally. You know, and uh, that's, that's a great place to be. Um, listen, in closing, in closing, I just want to once again mention that uh, we got a gospel newspaper. The, the ministry, Trevor Van Fieren Ministries, has a gospel newspaper called The Daily Witness. And this newspaper is all about evangelizing Jesus Christ. Okay, the newspaper focuses on the end times, showing everyone where we are on God's timeline so they can get their heart right uh, with the Lord before he comes back for the church. If you have not received your copy, because at the moment we are delivering to close on 20 neighborhoods in Port Elizabeth and uh, we have a print run of 10,000 at the moment, but... Um, that the ministry is growing, that the paper is growing. We are going to be increasing our print run and covering more and more neighborhoods. If you want your free copy, if you didn't get, get one in your mailbox and uh, maybe you are 
outside of our distribution areas or you live in another city or different country, go to our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za and you can go to The Daily Witness newspaper and download your free copy. Man, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got something out of this because all this is for you. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.